Pond, Minnesota, a small town on the outskirts of Minneapolis and St. Paul. We're kind of rural here, and we like it that way. And even though we're a small town, don't be confused. We have big thoughts, big ideas, and big hearts here. Welcome to the greatest podcast you've never heard of. You're listening to the Pork Pond Gazette. The Pork Pond Gazette. I am your host, Mike Rathbun. You know, I was reading a story the other day, and it was about this woman. And she was talking to her grandmother. And her grandmother was nearing the end of her life and was... What's the word I want to use? Ruminating to her granddaughter that she hadn't made a difference in the world. And I, I think this is something that a lot of older folks sometimes worry about is, you know, what was the purpose of my life? Did I did I make a difference just being on this planet? And her daughter, the writer of this piece, um, explained to her that, you know, you've raised all these kids, they're kind and respectful and hardworking kids, and they've had grandchildren like me, and, and we're kind and respectful, and we try to help people just like you taught us. So yes, in fact, you have changed the world. And that's the topic I want to talk about today. Can one person change the world, make the world a better place? And I can think of nobody more qualified to help me than the joy seeker herself, Lisa Domino White. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Mike. Good to be here. Hey, it's so it's always it's a blessing to talk to you. Right back always. at you. It always it, you know it brought me joy knowing that we were going to be talking today. Awesome, 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 awesome. So here we are, and I think you have. You have inspired me more than anything else just to be kinder. And that was in our search for happiness, right? Mm -hmm. Because being kind or doing kindness for others boosts our happiness, right? Mm -hmm. So, but does being kind change the world? Maybe. You think it does. I do. Expound on that. I do. I do. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, I think we all anecdotally know that when somebody does something kind for another person, it makes us feel what I call a burst of joy. And, and there's different kinds of bursts, bursts of joy for ourselves and for others, people who are close to us, and then even strangers. And I believe that the energy we get when we create those moments for ourselves and others the world feels that vibration. It feels that energy and it makes you feel good. And then you do things that make others feel good. And it's just this cycle that just continues. And it's always easy to point them out. You know, the, 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 you know, somebody holds a door open for somebody else or somebody compliments somebody's shoes that are super fabulous. Or one of my favorite examples is acknowledging somebody when they least expect it. So, you know, you're walking down the street and you see the guy with the the lawn that's perfect 
that you kind of want to vomit every time you walk by because it's so <laughs> perfect. Not a weed inside. Right? And clearly this person takes pride in this. This is what they yep. do. They love. It's their labor of love, so to speak. How much joy do they get when somebody actually acknowledges how great their lawn looks? And, you know, of course, they'll downplay it. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not, I still got a long way to go. But If they're humble. If they're humble. But inside, there's that sense of acknowledgement. Everybody wants to be acknowledged, right? And Absolutely. What a beautiful, simple way to make someone feel super good about who they are. And so I think the outward ability to make somebody feel good about who they are, and, and I'm not saying to blow smoke up people's butts all, all day, every day, but when there's an opportunity, I think that if we take it, the effects could be longer lasting than just the two second interaction you have with them. Exactly. You know, you were talking there about one leads to one, leads to another, to another. And I I think about that quote from Mother Teresa. I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone into the water and create a ripple. And that's exactly what you were talking about. But, you know, we when we think about changing the world, I think we think about people like Mother Teresa and Mahatma Gandhi and uh, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks. And we think, oh, these are all famous people. They weren't famous when they started. Yeah. They were just regular old people just doing what their heart called them to do, which was to help other people. Right. Yeah. Um, And I think sometimes when we think, you know, oh, I want to change the world and we get all fired up and then we think, I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. I'm not famous. I'm not powerful. I don't have the the resources necessary to change the world. And that's so wrong, isn't it? We all have the resources. I mean, the resource is just making someone feel good about who they are and what they contribute to the world. It's so easy. I mean, it can be as simple, again, as acknowledging someone for a job well done or acknowledging someone for something that they have worked hard on. It's it's treating people in a way that when you leave the interaction with them, they feel better about who they are than before right. you met. Yeah. Somebody once told me that. They said it was such a sweet, sweet thing. It was just a very casual acquaintance. And she said, how come? Oh, it was my waxer. Um, <laughs> I'm Italian. Okay. So, you know, okay. brow, brows, lip, you know, you got to take okay. care of these things as a woman. And Fair the appointments are pretty quick. And she said to me, I'll never forget it. She said, how come? After 10 minutes with you, I feel so good about myself. And and I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Thanks for waxing me. I'll see you next time. But it, it, it stuck with me because what do I do? I ask her questions about herself. I show an interest, a human interest in who she is and how things are going. And get this, Mike. Are you ready? This is a game changer. I don't know. I listen. What? <sighs> Mind blown. Thank you. I was going to do that. How often do we run into people who actually care about what we have to say? Yeah, it, that was one of the things that I pointed out in my, uh, I gave a talk to a Rotary Club. I said, one of the things, one of the best things you can do, you know, because how often every day do we just, we walk by people we go, hey, how you doing? And we just keep walking. We don't even stop to hear the answer, do we? Correct. If we just said, How's it going? 
and then stopped and waited for a reply. Maybe there's somebody that doesn't want to complain or, or, you know, burden other people. They think that if they tell you how they're really doing, they might be a burden. But, but the fact that you stopped and listened is going to mean everything. Agreed. And, and they may not even realize in that moment, you know, how it made them feel. But, you know, I mean, everybody wants to feel important and valued and seen. And I think too often we overthink it. We think that we have to make it this huge grand gesture when I firmly believe it's those smaller moments, those smaller interactions that are the most lasting. Because if it happens frequently enough, think about the world, think about the difference we can make. Yeah, it just, when we're talking about changing the world or, or making a difference in the world, I think we so often think of the big, grand, um, you know, I'm trying, I'm struggling now. I've been researching this for like two weeks and I, I, uh, somebody that made, you know, vaccinated the entire continent of Africa or whatever. Right. And you right. don't need to do that right. to make a difference in the world. Agreed. Maybe instead of, maybe it's the, let's make a difference in the world. Maybe that vernacular is what's screwing us up. Maybe it's make a difference in our community, in our circle, in, in our... a world. Because it starts small. One person it at a time. It starts with the people that we interact with, maybe in our community. My, my little tagline is... Um, helping people seek and create joy for themselves, their communities, and all of humankind. And I put their communities in there on purpose because I, I feel like it's got to start first with us, yep. then with our community, and before we know it, the world. But we have to start, first of all, we have to start with us. And then right. it's going to grow and grow and grow. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and when you look at some of these world changers. I'm using air quotes. You'll never be able to see this on the show, but okay. Greta Thunberg is a great example. Mm -hmm. Okay. She, she started right now today. If you were to ask somebody who Greta Thunberg was, they'd probably be able to tell you mm -hmm. just the average person on the street. Oh yeah. She's that. And I, ah, okay. Um, so at, Eight years old, she heard about climate change. Hmm. Now, first of all, we can talk later about the, the stress of an eight-year-old worrying about climate change. That's <laughs> another how, episode. Well, how maybe that maybe is not so healthy. But And then she grew, and when she was 11, she started protesting outside of her school. Wow. And her dad, her dad said in an interview that he didn't necessarily agree with it, but he thought it was healthier than being in front of video games or hanging out with hoodlums or, and so they allowed it to continue. Now, okay, so she started when she was 11. Nine years later, <laughs> she is recognized around the world as probably the face of climate change mm -hmm. or um, mm -hmm. activism. Mm -hmm. So you don't start and go, okay, tomorrow I'm going to change the world. You do it. one Just like you said, one person at a time, 
one, start with yourself, reach out, keep going. And that will make people sit up and take notice. Yeah, absolutely. Again, okay, that makes it sound like you want to do it because you want to be famous or something. And that's not the case. Because that's not the reason to change the world. Right. Go. You had a thought. I was just going to say, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that once you decide that you have the power to make a difference, then it's game on. If we wait to become these famous people, these monumental people, these famous world-renowned individuals, great. But right. I think that most people don't strive for that. We're just trying to get through the day and do what we got to do and be good humans, both to our family, our friends, our neighbors, our communities, do our job and, and come home at the end of the day. But I do think that most people in the world are good and kind and want to help others. And if they were able to add some joy to the world in general, they would. And I think that the key is to focus on the people in our circles rather than try to impact the entire universe at large. Cause that's daunting and we won't do anything. Cause we feel like right. we're not exactly. able to do anything. But if I were to say, instead of, Mike, I think you need to change the world. Instead, if I said, Mike, I think I'd like you to improve the day of three people you come in contact with today. Does that feel doable? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Totally doable. Totally doable. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, unless you're a hermit. But then you you can see three people. But it doesn't have to be in person. It could be texting a friend you haven't seen in a while or emailing or even a social media community that you're in. It's, it's, it's such a, a small, in fact, I usually say when I'm speaking, the smaller, the better, because that's actually doable and can make the biggest impact. But I love what you were saying too. It's like, it does start with us. And I think that my burst of joy concept kind of plays into this. There's a couple of layers to it. First of all, a burst of joy is something that brings you joy, brings you happiness, makes you relax, gives you a sense of anticipation, happiness. So a burst of joy can be anything. It can be something as simple as taking a walk outside. It can be your pets. It can be your kid. It can be music because, you know, Barry Manilow brings me so much joy. It can So much joy. Oh, so much joy. It can be a silly show on Netflix that you love. Mm-hmm. I believe that we all have something that maybe mainstream would say that's a waste of time. Why would you waste your effort doing that? You have better things to do. Sometimes that dialogue's in our own heads too. It's that's true. Telling ourselves to shut that off and do whatever it is that's going to bring us some joy. I have a friend who is all about the puzzles lately, and she's always got like this twenty billion piece going and. At the end of the day, she looks forward to relaxing with a cup of tea and doing her puzzle. Boom. Love it. Right. Perfect. I have another friend who, uh, it, it, what is she? She's all about bubble baths lately. I'm like, do oh. it. Do it. I have another friend who wants to watch the latest episode of this show she's binging. And she initially said, well, I can't do that. I shouldn't do that. It's a waste of time. I said, are you looking forward to it? Yes. Is it going to become an obsession where you don't get anything else done all day because you're watching so many episodes? No. 
Well, then if looking forward to a 50 minute show this evening after work and the kids are in bed brings you some joy, that is a burst, baby. Yeah. Take your bursts where you can get them. hundred percent. In a time where we can't control a lot, that's something we can control. And, and it's, it's simple, but I think it's important because it helps us feel more relaxed and more, more joyful because we're doing something that makes us happy. Right. Absolutely. Let's talk about be the change. Do you, you know that quote, right? I be do. the change you want to see in the world. Who I said do. it? I have no idea. What? Most it's, people say Gandhi. Well, I don't think so. Actually, it was a woman by the name of Arlene Lawrence. I did not know that. Yes, here you go. She was a, a school teacher in Brooklyn mm-hmm. in the 1970s. And during the 70s, Brooklyn was kind of a, it wasn't the best place to go to school. There was a lot of crime and outside influences, um, truancy. And she was thinking, she was she was getting mad because she would go to this, her supervisors or her the school district and say, you know, I need to do this, this, this. And they would all say, yeah, there's nothing in the budget for that. And similar to today, mm-hmm. and things haven't changed apparently a lot. And during the depth of her despair, she realized that nothing was going to change unless she did it. Mm-hmm. And so she created something called the Love Project. And I'll put a link to the article in the in the show notes. But the thing is, she wrote a book then, and there was a, a, a chapter in the book, and it was called the chapter was called the Love Project. And she writes in the book. I realized, hang on, oh, I guess. one way to start a preventive program is to be the change you wish to see happen. She wrote mm-hmm. that in the book. Mm-hmm. Now, Gandhi never said that. He talked about changing the world. If you could change yourself, you could change the perception of the world as it sees you. Mm-hmm. But Arlene Lawrence was the one who actually mm-hmm. said, be the change wow. you wish. Well, she didn't say wish to see in the world, but. Yeah. Anyway, Hmm. fun tip, absolutely worthless piece of trivia for you. I love it. So being the change, how does one, I mean, do you have to create a plan for changing the world? And why do I, every time I say change the world, I want to do like a doctor. I'm going to change the world. That was very good, by the way. I didn't spend six years in evil medical school to be called Mr. <laughs> evil. Ah, oh, there's my burst of joy. I love, see, I love it. I love it. You know, I, I think that when we come from a place of simply wanting to brighten someone's day, that will change the world. So you're not actively trying to change the world. You're just trying to make somebody's day brighter. I, that's how be I kinder. look at it. That's how I look at it. That's I like how it. I look at it. I think, like we said, acknowledgement goes such a long way. Kind gestures. One of the other ways that, because I think, so so it's also important in my mind to create bursts of joy for those around us. And I, that's how mm-hmm. I change the world is through my bursts of joy concept. So when we create a burst of joy for friends and family, it's going to look very different than creating bursts of joy for strangers, right? I mean, okay, clearly. Sure. So the, yeah. the friends and family, people who are closest to us, 
it's pretty easy. You know, it's, yeah. you know, we're going out to dinner, you pick, I'm going to love whatever you choose. We're going to go and it's going to be great. Right. Or I care about you. And so I, I made this, I wrote this poem or, you know, Jonathan, my husband, go rock climbing, have a great time on the mountain for a few days. I'll see you later. Cause that makes him happy. I don't get it, but I want him to be happy. Right. And so that brings him a burst when it comes to the masses and people we don't know. I think the acknowledgement piece we talked about, just a kind word, a kind gesture. But one of the things I, I want to mention that I've always believed is a game changer when connecting with strangers or trying to create a burst for somebody is to remind us of our commonalities. Because I think that one of the reasons why the world can be dark and angry is because of that disconnection we have with so many people, especially around election time, I'm just saying. And so yeah. it brings up a lot of feelings of division and hostility right. and anger and us versus them. And it's like, oh, dear God. I mean, okay, I get it. And, and I respect it. But at the same time, we're still all on team human. Yep, and absolutely. I believe that the more we can point that out to people we have divisions with, the better the world will be. That is going to change the world. That in my mind, because I am not egotistical enough to think that I'm going to change someone's mind about something. I have to have an element of acceptance and, right. and that's okay. But there's far more we have in common than what we don't. Yeah, and I, by, I agree. And by choosing to acknowledge that, it reminds people of our unification. And so I always say it's bring the surface stuff to the surface. The surface stuff. And I mean the surface stuff. I okay. mean the fact that, oh, you like football? I like football. The commonalities, the most simple things. I, I was in Target because that's my happy place. And someone was grabbing um, a thing of wet wipes out of the the off the shelf. And I grabbed one too. And I'm like, oh, this weather, I'm telling you, the cold season, huh? And she's like, yeah, tell me about it. Boom. One second, one minute. Yep, absolutely. You are suddenly not a Republican, not a Democrat, not a, you are two moms. And, Bingo. and that's, that's what's important. You're Bingo. absolutely right. That, um, you're absolutely right. That's, that's where you're going to find, I'll be cutting that out. Because when we can boil it down to our most common, you know what? I'm a, I'm a grandpa. How many other grandpas are, are out there in the world? There's a lot of them. And I can, I can, and I have gotten so many comments whenever I, I post my granddad pictures. Cause I, that's what we do. That's how we roll. Yeah, it is. Um, and you know, Despite and even from people who I I know from probably pandemic times were maybe not in the same frame of mind as me, but sure. we can we can come together over being a grandpa or being a Minnesota Vikings fan or exactly. being you know we're all stuck here in Minnesota and it's thirty below and it it seems trivial when. You, when you boil it down to talking about the weather, 
but it's a way of just coming together. 100%. Exactly. You, you've got it. You hit it on the head. It's and you're not getting over over analyzing. Well, you know, we may disagree on other stuff, but we agree that this cold weather sucks. I mean, it's it's nothing no. like that. It's 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 literally pointing out in a fun way, in a connective way, something you have in common with somebody else. When I was at the the pizza place picking up a pizza last night, and I'm like talking to the lady in front of me, I'm like not cooking tonight. She's like, girl, no, I'm not either. And it was all of a sudden two moms. And then when she started talking to me about the show she's watching, I'm like, yeah. And it, and it was a very fun two minute interaction that I'm pretty sure left us both feeling pretty happy, pretty optimistic. All the way around. It's not rocket science. It's really not. And it's so easy, but I feel like it's such an important way. It's an important thing to do. And to be proactive about it. I mean, especially when election time rolls around, I'm bracing myself. I am always striving to find something to connect with people on. Right. Right. Anything. Yeah. I, and yeah. And sometimes, and sometimes you have to look harder than others. Bingo. But it's worth the search. Bingo. Bingo. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree 100%. Yeah. So one person can change the world one area at a time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one community at a time. Excellent. Um, and you don't need money and you don't need to be famous and you don't need to be powerful. You just, you just do it. You just need to be human. Yeah. Because we're all human. human. And we have to say, today I'm going to find somebody's burst of joy instead of just ignoring them as we walk by, as we pass by. Yeah. Yeah. It it can be as simple as a smile. It can be an empathetic wave or, you know, whatever. And, and, you know, when it comes to people who are close to us, think beyond just your immediate friends and family. I mean, I bet if I asked you, Mike, so I'm going to ask you, there's probably Uh a friend or a family member you haven't reached out to in a while you have on your mind on your heart but you just you know days turn into weeks turn into months and that's life and so yeah. what about just a spontaneous text or phone call or email yeah. hey i'm thinking about you hope you're well you came to my mind today boom yeah. boom that's Absolutely. a burst baby that's a burst yep i hope well for me for you for and them, them. Both. them both both it's a dual bless Absolutely. And I always, I always remind people to be on alert for ways you can create bursts for people in a very small way. So I, when, when you have an interaction with a, with a friend or family member and somebody mentioned to me the other day that they have a job interview next Tuesday and she's worried about it. She's like, I need this job. I want this job. You better believe that I wrote in my calendar for next Tuesday morning, thinking of, I'm going to send her a text that says, Thinking of you this morning, you're going to crush it, exclamation point. Now, the fact that I thought of her in that day is going to bring her a burst of joy. Do you think that that might help her with some confidence as she goes into this interview? Absolutely. Absolutely. If she hears, what is, you're her aunt or her? Just a friend. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I I thought there was a family. Okay. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, to hear... 
just and she's not expecting it more than likely, which Bingo. is probably the whole point, right? Bingo. Bingo. I um, my daughter. I've told you, my daughter, my little sweetheart. She has a, a minor outpatient procedure coming up next week, and yeah. she had one six months ago. And people texted me that morning, and I'm not. I'm friends, family, but even acquaintances, like her her tutor, texted wow. and said, "Hey, thinking of you, keeping keeping Catherine in my thoughts. You know, it's going to be fine." Holy crap! I almost fell off the chair that. She remembered. Now, did she remember? No, she probably put it on her calendar. But what a gesture. She took a minute out of her day to think of me and my kid and wish me a good, to, to show me some support during a time that was very, very difficult for me. All right. Huge. That huge. is huge. Yeah. And I think sometimes we don't necessarily give that the credit that it deserves. I think, you know, you think, oh, maybe I should call so-and-so or text so-and-so you're like no they don't want to hear from me and and i think we lose a lot of opportunities there to make the world a better place bingo bingo and and you know another thing when you were saying change the world change the world you did that the last time i was on too you said because i guess i say bingo a lot Oh, I didn't I guess. realize. I didn't either until I just had a flashback to when we did this podcast a few years ago. Anyway, um, yeah. I guess another point to make too is how do you define changing the world? Do you want to end world hunger? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. No. Do, do I define changing the world as no more war? Well, that would be great. I don't that have Putin's awesome. number, but I, I would if I could. It's not in your role, Not today or tomorrow, but to change the world. I define changing the world in a from a joy, kindness, happiness mindset. That's how I define it. And I believe we can all do that. We can all change the world in that way. So what do you and I I you knew I was gonna get to this. What is the true definition of making a difference? Do you think? <laughs> Go for it. Making a difference. Oh, I, you know, it's going to circle. I found one. Do you want to know what it is? Sure. Okay. The true definition of making a difference is that which makes the soul feel alive. Mm. And the inner light shines brightest. The reason we want to make a difference is that when we do, we become happier, and often the people around us are happier too. Love it. Is that the perfect definition it. of making a difference? I love it. I knew you would. Well, because it I starts it. with us. Because it starts with us. And and that's why I like that. I like that because it's, it really is when, because think about it, when you're in a crappy mindset, do you really care about creating joy for others? No, no, no. And, and, you know, we all go, and that's another thing. P.S. I'm not a toxic positivity person. There are times that are harder and situations that are difficult. I would never tell someone just ignore it. You know, don't focus on it. We have to focus on it. We do. But there comes a time where the difference becomes we start dwelling on it instead of focusing on it and acknowledging. And that's when 
trouble can start. And if we need help to process whatever it is, I feel it's important to get that so that we can return to our space of joy, because I believe we're all meant for that. So please don't misunderstand me. I'm not this person who says, ignore the bad stuff. Bad stuff's part of life. We have to find tools to, to navigate it. However, what the quote you just said was it's, it's, starts with us, the inner light. Because when our inner light is shining, we want to make others' inner lights shine too. Sure. Absolutely. I love that. I do too. That's a good one. It's all yours. Thanks, man. (laughs) Well, I feel feel like I'm ready to go out and change a world. Change a world. So let's, so can we challenge your listeners a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Can we ask them to find a way to add a burst of joy to their day every day for the next seven days and add a burst of joy to someone else's world for the next seven days, be it a stranger, be it a friend, a colleague, a partner. I absolutely love that. The simpler, the better. Listeners, you you have an, a homework assignment. <laughs> is that is that too negative? No, it's a fact. No. You have a homework assignment. Find that way. Find that way to give yourself a burst of joy and somebody else around you a burst of joy. And then when you do, comment. Yes, let us know how it feels. Yeah. How did you change a world today? Perfect. Lisa Domino White, you are awesome. Right back at you. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you. And I'm I'm excited to, to hear how your listeners make the world make a world a better place. I'm excited too. I am too. I can't wait. Thank you so much for your time, Lisa. I know, you know, you're you're busy. You're a busy person. You're out there creating joy. And and you stopped and took 30, 40 minutes to chat with me. And I appreciate that. My pleasure. I enjoyed it so much. Thank you. Okay. We'll talk to you later. All righty, my friend. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh. I always feel so energized when I talk to Lisa. It's such a, it's such a pleasure to have her on the show. So there you go. There you have uh, homework listeners. And uh, I, I really honestly it, comment on whatever platform you listen to this show on and, and let us know, how did you find a, what what happened when you found a, a burst of joy for yourself and for somebody else, and how did that make you feel? I, I'm honestly interested in knowing how that, how that made you feel. Um, so you don't need to change the whole world, just change a world. Every day, change a world, and you change a world, and you change a world, and pretty soon... You're changing the world. I think it's a fantastic plan. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. I appreciate presence here on this podcast. And here we go. Be that person who roots for others, who tells a stranger that they look amazing and encourages others to believe in themselves and their dreams. I am Mike Rathbun. 
You have been listening to the Pork Pond Gazette. Have a fantastic week.